There it is. Hey, welcome to Make It Matter podcast uh, brought to you by Mira Media Group. Um, this is, I am the owner of this media boutique agency based out of Chicago. My name is Philippe. I have Gabe on the line and he works with me. Hello, everybody. Nice to be here today. Thank you, Philippe, for hosting and putting this together. It's a pleasure to be here with you. Absolutely. So this is a trial run. We're just checking it out. We want to use this as a platform to get to know our friends and clients that we've connected through over the years. We've been in business since 2008. Um, so we know several of you and, you know, we just want to up our social media game and get allow people to get to know us um, and get to know you a little bit better as well. Um, so we're going to make this short and sweet. We have a few questions for myself and for Gabe, um, and we just want to check in. So, uh, Gabe, you want to start us off? Yeah, absolutely. Philippe, um, I have a question for you. And uh, obviously, what before we get into the question too, what you can do is kind of introduce yourself a little bit to those who might listen and not know anything about us. So uh, I want you to go ahead and ask, uh, kind of just introduce yourself and then tell us a little bit what you think since, um, you know, this whole world has changed uh, because of COVID-19. Tell us a little bit of what you think has been the biggest client or user engagement uh, tool that's been the game changer through this time. Absolutely. So like I mentioned, we are a boutique media agency. And what that means is we do a little bit of everything. Um, we started off at a video company. Um, you know, I studied cinematography out of UCSB. Um, and that's been kind of my background, worked with documentary filmmaking and so forth. And we've, we tackle a lot of events and, and do it just a, a, a large array of projects. Um, we are based, like I mentioned, in Chicago. Um, and we travel quite extensively, well, pre-COVID, right? Uh, <laughs> travel extensively, you know, covering all types of projects. Um, but we do everything. Like I said, we do photography, we do website design, graphic design, and so forth. And we're a lean, but very, very robust company at the same time, because uh, we can we can do a lot for our clients, despite being quite small. Um, and in terms of what your pivot, the game changed the last year, the last few months with, uh, with COVID. Um, so it's really funny. I was just talking to David, who's another guy that works with us. Because um, two years ago, I, I, I could not stand live stream. I'm like, like sell our equipment. I don't want anything to do with this. And the funny thing is that is what we're living off right now. That is the bread and butter at the moment. Um, <laughs> we're all stuck at home. Technology keeps us connected still. Um, and live streaming has become what people are used to. Um, and they become much more comfortable with it. It used to be something that I feel like was an added luxury. Uh, it was kind of a cool thing to do. You would see sometimes, you know, a YouTube concert or whatnot. Um, and, and, and obviously you have the the social media um, uh, capability to go live. So it's, it's, it's always been there, but it's never been at the forefront. So I don't think it's ever been like that thing. It's a cool way to interact with your celebrity for, you know, uh, that you follow and so forth, but wasn't, wasn't really mainstream in, in my opinion, but the last three, four months it's everywhere. And so you, you see us doing, you know, small backyard intimate events that we are sharing with people that just can't be there to large scale conferences and so forth because you can't gather and you can't travel. So 
that has definitely been a game changer. And thank God I didn't sell that equipment because <laughs> it's keeping us going during the COVID months and keeping us, you know, just working and, and creatively going. So uh, I would definitely say that's that's the game changer and people's uh, comfortability, comfortability, I think that's a word, uh, with, with, uh, with, with uh, live streaming. If it's not a word, it is now. But tell me... It- Tell me a little bit what you think, just to kind of expand to me uh, for, for the people a little bit more is, uh, yes, there is Instagram Live, there is YouTube Live, there is now Zoom, right, meetings that people have. Um, what do you think is the difference now to kind of determine uh, a live streaming production, what it takes and kind of the differences between that and what it is to just have somebody um, – prompt up their iPad or iPhone for a Zoom conference. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, the production quality, it, it maintains the integrity of whatever event you're trying to put on. So you want to make sure you're getting the highest quality. Even if it is a one-camera operation for a live stream, you want to make sure that the equipment that's bringing you that feed is, is is the highest possible quality. And what's good is, like, you know, like most things that's happened in technology, it's it's affordable. It's 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 also attainable. I mean, if you want to get that high end, you know, even if you're a small band and you want to do a, a nice little concert uh, live streaming, you don't have to rely, obviously, on your your you know your your manager with a with an iPhone or you know your Uncle Bob, whatever. You know, you can you can have good quality live streaming. And the awesome thing is nowadays with Facebook Live, IG, all this other stuff that you've mentioned, you know, they have the capabilities to interact with good equipment and good software and so forth. So it doesn't mean you're, you're, you're relegated to your iPhone. You can really hook up, like in our case, you know, you can use professional software, professional equipment and push it out to these mediums, retaining that great quality, the production quality is there, but yet you're still reaching the masses through, you know, means that they, they are comfortable using. That's awesome. That's really cool. Thank, thanks again for sharing that. And I think that uh, definitely live streaming is the new way of, of people interacting and even just being able to see others and see bigger things and not being in person. So that's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, and I just, I think it's, it is cool because like I said, if people are becoming more comfortable with it, um, it gives us more possibilities and maybe it was something that we weren't comfortable with because we didn't necessarily need it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's awesome that it's get, we have this capability and we're not just confined to our homes, you know, under shelter in place or whatnot and not being able to interact, not being able to still do these events. So thank God we at least have that still. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, let's head it off with our second question. Yeah, my next question is for you. So for those, quick introduction. Gabe was with me. He is an OG. Hey! He helped me start this company 12 years ago. Uh, you know, just two, two young guys trying to, you know, make a living with a camera. Um, so he actually helped even create the name. Uh, and then it's pretty cool that 12 years later, he's come back on board. And I've tasked him to kind of interact directly with clients and to see what needs are there and how we can address them. So, so tell me, what, what are some things that you've seen people the most impacted by with COVID? Yeah, that's, that's actually a really, really important question. Um, companies are now obviously having to restructure the way to do business, whether it's a restaurant or a, um, you know, a small office to a bigger corporation. Um, because of COVID and the way things are now, everything is adjusting. We had, with that being said, it also brought the level of stress, you know, for their budget. So where are they going to spend money? 
Um, they have a big building that they had people come in and now they're not coming in anymore. They're staying home. The first thing that we've seen companies do is obviously look at their marketing budget because that's where they wanted to put money back into expand their business and expand the visibility. Um, and I'm not a huge marketing person, but talking to so many business every day is they're looking at alternatives. They're looking at different ways and definitely the marketing department and marketing budget has been seeing a huge cut and forced kind of in a way, all these marketers, all these people who, who are, you know, years of experience doing marketing in a certain way to open up their eyes to not only focus to what they were doing for a company, but now do it for different, different companies or, or multiple clients that uh, are now available and looking for that different way of marketing. So um, definitely seeing a lot of change on that, uh, seeing a lot of people share that, you know, hey, you know, this is not in our marketing budget, but let's try to figure out a way to do it or let's try to see if there's something else for us to do. And so people out there that were part of marketing departments are now free to kind of see what else they can do, what other skills they can acquire to enforce and, and, and even like revamp their marketing skills. So things like even hosting a podcast like we're doing today is something that weren't as easy as used to. Now you can just download the app and do it. Um, yeah. You know, same thing with live streaming, like you just said earlier, and um, so many more other applications and things are out there that made it easier, but also are still needing, you know, still needs that person that that marketing person with the skill or even to with the vision to put it in place so um, exciting things ahead and i yeah i would definitely say you know a couple points to that is i feel like i know we'd be remiss to say that this doesn't all suck right we know this sucks and and that you know our life has been turned upside down but we do need marketers more than ever in a way because they they bring the creative juices they help us collaborate and they help us think you know to use a cliche think outside the box and pivot a yeah. word I, I can't stand anymore but yes i mean like that that's that's the truth we need them to kind of bridge because companies will need to get the message out there and the marketers are very important to get that message out there so yes budgets are being slashed but Technology is attainable. There are companies like ourselves that are very there and that are there that can help bring uh, what marketers and companies want to bring to life, you know, if that makes sense. Um, Absolutely. Second point I'll say is just to kind of transition to the next question is like, you know, we were birthed out of 2008, the financial crisis as well. So um, it sucks that 12 years later we have another crisis, but you got you got to pivot you got to move you got to think of mm -hmm. ways to stay relevant and get your message across because you know it's easy to to just you know be sad and and not 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 you know cry over spilled milk as we would say right absolutely uh, that's all i want to say is like it happened we did it out of 2008 and i thank god i'm here 12 years later um and you know i i know just you just have to persevere and keep thinking and and never think yourself like oh i've made it and that's it. And I, I don't, I can't go back to what I did five years ago. I mean, that if you do that, you're just going to get left in the dust, man. Yeah. And, and think of it this way, this, this pandemic had brought people to be even more in front of their devices. Right. Mm -hmm. So pe people are just so spending so much time, obviously at home, They're, they have now so much time to do home projects, you know, um, now with certain parts of the country, kids are not allowed to go back to school. So parents are having to do that, but still they're more exposed to their cell phone and their computers than they were ever before. 
So if yeah. you're if, if you're marketing, uh, you know something, and you you have the right tools or you have the right connections, the people are there still, and they're still going to see your brand. They're still going to see who you are. It's just a matter of you getting in front of them, and how you get in front of them is like you said. The marketers are there. We need them. So. Um, there are companies like ourselves, there are people out there just willing to help and be like available. So, um, take advantage. Like you said, it is not the easiest time to do it, obviously, but people are watching people are, are, are just retaining so much information in front of them every day. So this is a really important time. Absolutely. I mean, we've always been addicted to technology, but now more so than ever. And again, I know there's issues with that, but we got to take it as a blessing because that's our field and marketers need to get their message out. Companies need to get their mes message out. This is the time. Absolutely. So yes, next question. What you got for me? So yeah, let's talk a little bit now that we talked about how much this has impacted both business uh, and both yourself. Uh, it, tell us a little bit, Philippe, how do you how do you keep yourself healthy? How do you keep your your work and life balanced through this pandemic? I'm brand loyal. When I like a brand, I will push it. Uh, I've used Peloton for the last couple of years and it's become really big for me, um, especially during the pandemic. Uh, I've, health was always important, but now it's become even more so as we become more stagnant and not able to go to places and so forth um, with gyms being closed and whatnot. Peloton has been great because I think they're a great model of a company that has embraced video tech and health. Um, you know, live, they live stream their events. They have a great video library. They do stuff on bike, off bike, full body workouts, running, et cetera. So that's, that's been kind of the catalyst for me to do a lot of workouts. That is awesome. Yeah. They, they definitely stepped up their game and, and it's not that they're doing too much new stuff. I mean, that kind of a, you know, home workout has been in business for a long time. They just took the chance and took the time to make it like really, really cool, really impressive, uh, really engaging with their, with their trainers. Uh, and also so much content. It seems like they have so much stuff. It's like stuff, new stuff every day. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's just a testament, like I, what we're trying to do, what they're doing on a, you know, on a, on a more global level, but like, you just can't stop. Like, yes, the pandemic hit their, their studios closed. They started doing home rides and so forth, you know, things that you could control still getting stuff out there. So, you know, I, I'm not obviously paid by them. I wish I was <laughs> example of something that's, you know, it's been around. It's health-based. They're not, you would think it's not a tech company, but it's a tech company. And so that's kept my, giving me kind of an outlet to keep me sane. Nice. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe they will listen to this podcast and then we'll like to sponsor us or do something. Hey, I mean, man. I don't know. I'm here. I'm here. I got stock. <laughs> Where you at, Peloton fam? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? How are you staying healthy, my friend? Oh, man. I honestly, I... I think that for me, the the beauty in life is is the outdoors. Uh, I'm not so much of someone who camps or you know stuff like that, but I I love going on walks and hikes. But my day to day activity is definitely taking care of the yard, watering my grass, taking care of the plants. You know, it we have soul, my friends. <laughs> you know, my wife and I just you know we have so many plants in the house. We take care of them more than our own kids. Uh, sometimes. So, um, yeah, I just love taking care of, of the garden, taking care of my grass, 
uh, having a beautiful backyard for the kids and our, you know, future guests to come when everything can, can be uh, doable again. But um, yeah, that's that's for me. I go out there, spend about 15, 20 minutes in the morning and then a little bit of night. It really helps my mind. But working out is also a good thing. But that's my go to option for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's that rowing machine. I think is no joke. <laughs> yeah, that rowing machine. And, and for those of you who haven't done any rowing before that are listening, go get one or go try one rowing machine. You do that for 25 minutes. You, you are just, you're in exhaustion. It is the hardest workout I actually ever done in my opinion, but Absolutely. And for those who are listening, send us your gardening tips or your gardening questions to Gabe. <laughs> Please do. You know, uh, I'll be here to be able to answer that. I actually would love to to uh, answer any questions about that. Now, not that I'm years of experience, but um, this pandemic has definitely got me better at doing that. So for sure. Yeah. Uh, so to close this out, and again, we're just trying to introduce us. This has been a, a test run. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to do this more consistently uh, and, you know, field some questions and, you know, get to know, again, anybody who's listening out there, uh, what, what they're up to and what, and you can get to know us a little bit better as well. So to close out, favorite song or podcast of the week? Gabe, go. Oh, I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to go with this, uh, British singer. His name, uh, the name of the band is called yellow days. Uh, he came out with a song with Mark DeMarco and it's called the cure or I'm sorry, the curse. Uh, I don't have my glasses on. I'm reading it. I'm like, Oh, but it's the curse. This song is amazing, beautiful singing. So put that and go on your walk or go on your ride bike or whatever. Yeah, you're going to love it. Checking it out this evening. What about you? Well, for me, I think right now I'm really into this HBO show called Raised by Wolves. Uh, Ridley Scott, sci-fi, post-apocalyptic world. Doesn't make me feel great about what's happening with COVID, but it's beautifully <laughs> shot, great storytelling. If you're a fan of Blade Runner, the Aliens uh, series, or just great sci-fi storytelling, this is it for you. Um, they have podcasts that break it down every week after an episode. I also love how they've gone kind of gone back to the old traditional releasing episodes every week. Um, so new one came out today. Today's Thursday. Um, I'm going to check out episode six tonight. Um, so that's what I'm up to. Awesome. That's cool. Well, I think that's it for us.